Can you fucking hear this? This is my fucking every fucking morning. Every fucking... Shut the fuck up! What's your fucking problem? Every fucking day. Every fucking day. Every single fucking day. All day fucking long. This crazy little motherfucker just keeps on fucking barking. Just doesn't shut the fuck up. Ever. Just what the fuck is wrong with this dog? What the fuck is wrong with this little fucking dog? What's your fucking problem, buddy? What's your fucking problem? Why the fuck don't you ever shut the fuck up? Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. Drives me fucking crazy. Anyway, this is the uh, <laughs> episode 17 of Effective Mindset Podcast. Or 16, 17, I don't fucking remember. Uh, we can check. It says on the list. Anyway, uh, it will say on the list when I, when I upload it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, let's talk about the neighbor's dog. I think this literally, I think this little fucking thing needs to be put down. I'm not joking, alright? If this keeps going on, I am seriously going to fucking call someone and, and, and they're going to come and going to take this fucking dog and either take it away to a fucking dog house or take it away to some fucking village, some countryside where some, some people live with who don't give a fuck about a little fucking thing barking all day long. But here, there's a community of people living around and all you can hear Every fucking morning is this little fucking thing yapping its fucking head. Every fucking day. Just doesn't shut the fuck up. Doesn't shut the fuck up. Fuck's sake. I I mean, what kind of a... What kind of crazy fucking people keep a fucking dog like that? How the fuck do you raise a dog to be this sort of crazy fucking thing? Shut the fuck up! Just doesn't shut the fuck up. This fucking crazy little thing just doesn't shut the fuck up. Alright? It's just gonna keep yapping all day fucking long. It's just gonna keep yapping all day fucking long again, right? (laughs) This is fucking madness. This is fucking madness. This is fucking madness. And this is madness that some crazy fucking neighbors put on you, like literally enforce on you, because they are not gonna fucking deal with this fucking little thing. Nobody's gonna deal with this fucking little thing. It's just, we're all supposed to tolerate it. Everybody needs to fucking tolerate this little fucking thing, yapping all day fucking long, barking. This fucking little dog. This is fucking outrageous. Seriously, this is outrageous. I am losing my fucking mind. I've been living here for, for three fucking months. Every fucking day, I'm here. I can hear this fucking thing. Seriously, stretching its fucking yap. Shut the fuck up! Fuck's sake.
It just doesn't fucking stop. You know what? All right, I'm going to fucking figure it out. I'm going to fucking... <laughs> I don't know. The, the, you know, to me, the most preferable thing would be to fucking twist his neck. All right, but I think more preferable option is to just call the fucking police, right? And just fucking ask them, all right? Ask them, listen, what the fuck do I do in a situation like this? Because this just doesn't fucking stop, ever. Just doesn't fucking stop. Fucking pathology, man. Fucking pathology. All right? That's what it is. This dog represents pathology. All right? What sort of a crazy cunt do you have to be to, to, to sort of allow this sort of shit to go on every fucking day? Every single fucking day. Right? Like, seven days a week, 365 fucking days in a year, just keep some fucking... Just barking and barking, just making fucking noise. This really fucking annoying high pitch bark. All day fucking long. Right? All day fucking long. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> fucking little thing. But you know what? Yeah, and, and I said the other day, I started fucking barking at it. I'm like, it started barking, so I started barking back at it. And the lady. Some lady comes out to the garden and she's like, Do you have a problem? And I'm like, Yes, I have a fucking problem. She's like, eh. I'm like, Don't you think I have a fucking problem? Don't you have a fucking problem with this fucking thing? And she's like, Well, maybe you wouldn't be, if you wouldn't be making so much noise, if it wouldn't be. If I wasn't making so much fucking noise, you're gonna be, you're seriously out of, your, out of fucking line here. You're seriously out of fucking line. Every single fucking day this thing's making fucking noise. Every fucking neighbor will tell you the same thing. But you will fucking yap at me. You fucking crazy bitch. Seriously. This is seriously gonna fucking end. Town center, alright? Town center means what? You gotta be fucking careful where you rent. Alright? District. Alright? District 9, this shit. But, but hey, let's talk about Good Morning Britain and Matt Hancock, the health secretary. Well, anyway, this guy stopped appearing on Good Morning Britain because clearly he cannot challenge peers on his questions. So, you know, it's, and, and, and that's literally it. That's the fucking problem with the government officials on Good Morning Britain. It's not the problem. The, the, the problem isn't Piers Morgan, all right? Piers Morgan is not the fucking problem here. The problem are those dishonest fucks who cannot tell you anything straight. They cannot tell you anything as is. They will always, always give you a misleading answer. All right? They can never, ever answer straight. And that's the fucking problem. And then after backlash because that's a fucking backlash for those government officials to to go out you know to 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 come out on 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 a fucking good morning britain and then be murdered by Piers Morgan and fairly so as you can clearly see because obviously most for the most part rather than give you a straight up answer they will try and steer the conversation away from it as much as possible um 
waste as much time as possible on a fucking jargon and churchill and bullshit about what's on their agenda, etc. You know, um, uh, talk about it in the most ulterior ways possible. Um, so yeah, so you know, Pierce Morgan challenges that by asking them and re-asking the same fucking question because like it's like you haven't answered my question. You just you're just you're talking nonsense right now. Can you actually answer my question? To which they start answering with more fucking nonsense, wasting more time, thus effectively not having enough time to eventually answer that fucking question uh, that he asked uh, in the first place because it is inconvenient to answer that question. That's the reason why they don't answer it. All right. So then the the, the big daddy, whoever the fuck their boss is, you know, whoever whoever on whoever's payroll they are, says, you know what? Okay, you fucking idiot. You clearly couldn't have a conversation with Pierce Morgan. So. Uh, how about we put you on BBC, you know, after all, they're our guys, right? They're our, our company, they're our, you know, governmental fucking branch, end of the day, you know. Uh, as it turns out, BBC are pretty good at grilling the government too. Because the que first question of um, the interview with Matt, Matt Hancock that I was uh, watching today, where the interviewer asks about the virus reproduction rate, uh, for uh, as a first question, you know, for the at the beginning of the interview, um, so she's like, so let's start about uh, let's start talking about the virus reproduction rate, uh, where we are told they're anywhere between uh, 0.5 and 0.9. Um, so which one is it closer to? And Matt Hancock responds, <laughs> this fucking guy. All right, this fucking guy starts off with responding. Well, it's broadly around the middle of that range, but it's hard to tell with precision. Bro, what the fuck does that even mean? I could give them an answer like this. Are you fucking nuts? You're the health minister of Great Britain, for fuck's sake. You should know. You should have accurate information. Well, unless obviously it is not in your best interest. But as it turns out, even a conversation with a BBC reporter, all right, a presenter, pardon me, um, and, and absolutely no offense here, you know, I, I'm sure that BBC presenter is a lot smarter than I am, but again, you know, conversation with a person like that, Matt Hancock could not handle without answering with absolute fucking bullshit from the start, so moving forward, so then Mr. Hancock says that being outside is safer than being inside, but we still, you know, with still great health risk, whatever. Um, so we need to be uh, still taking the extra measures, you know, like not closer than two meters away from another person, blah, blah, blah. But yes, being outside is apparently safer than being inside. But you're still told to stay inside no matter what. Unless it's essential that you go to work. Well, with all due respect, it's fucking essential. It's always been essential for me to go to work. All of a sudden, it isn't. All of a sudden, I sit at home getting paid fuck all in form of some universal credit and um, and being told that that's the safest thing to do, that I need to comply, that I need to follow the rules if I want to be a good citizen, right? I want to be a good citizen, of course, but I also want to have my fucking citizen rights untouched. And so far, they've been severely violated. Um, you know, the lockdown, all this nonsense, right? 
I get it, people are dying. Are people actually dying from the virus? If yes, where is the virus? I wanna actually see the fucking thing under the microscope and I wanna have it confirmed by 20 different independent scientists from different countries, from different parts of the world where they would all come to consensus. Yes, this is indeed a COVID-19 causing SARS-CoV-2, whatever the fuck that thing is. All right. So far, no such claim has been made. No such test has been carried out that would actually verify the existence of the virus that has destroyed global economy. All right. And if you think that it hasn't, okay, just wait till the fucking lockdown's lifted. Wait till it's over and see how many businesses will actually reopen. And actually carry on. And how many will sadly never come back. But then back to Mr. Hancock. My favorite character in the media these days. So the BBC presenter asks Mr. Hancock. So inside I can't see my sister. But I can see my cleaning lady. And Mr. Hancock responds. And I quote. Well, again, if you have somebody like a cleaner coming to your house, then they should exercise social distancing and obviously follow the other good practices that we can't forget. You know, the basics. Washing your hands is incredibly important. Keeping surfaces clean so that the infection isn't on it. End quote. Well... No shit, Sherlock. Keeping your fucking hands clean, all right? Uh, that's, that's just that. Washing your hands should be ingrained in people's daily fucking routine, no matter where you are. It should be essential, no matter what. Before, long before the fucking pandemic, the so-called pandemic, the pandemic, this nonsense, all right? Long before this giant scam, it should have been obvious to you that keeping your hands clean is going to keep you fucking healthy, bro. So thanks for that, Mr. Hancock. I didn't know uh, that washing my fucking hands would actually be beneficial. So thanks, bro. That's a uh, golden advice. All right. And keeping surfaces clean. Yeah, sure. Uh, when you see the dust collecting on your uh, shelves, etc., it's time to clean them. All right. Uh, clean the fucking doorknob every now and then. Wow. Priceless, priceless advice from a top government official. Moving forward. Oh, let's just make this clear. He did not answer the question. Obviously, he didn't answer it straight away. Uh, because the initial question was, so inside, I can't see my sister, but I can see my cleaning lady. And obviously, rather than saying... Instead of saying, you know, like, well, yes, okay, well, we are a little bit inconsistent on this. I must agree that it doesn't make fucking sense. No, no, no. He's going to come up with some fucking blah, 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 nonsense, right? Doesn't fucking make sense. Might as well be speaking different fucking language because it's not making any sense anyway. So he's fucking insulting me, you, everyone else, every one of the fucking viewers of BBC and listeners, you know, get literally insulted by this moron who thinks that he can say 
Well, if, well, again, if you have somebody like a cleaner coming to your house, then they should exercise social distancing and obviously follow the other good practices that we can't forget, you know, the basics. Washing your hands is incredibly important, keeping your surfaces clean so that the infection isn't on it. Well, that's a really sound advice. Really, really sound. Okay. The thing I'd say to Mr. Hancock is... If you plan on continuing to insult everyone who's watching the show, uh, then you might as well just shut the fuck up. Because you don't have anything interesting to say anyway. You're not telling the truth. You're misleading people. You're a top government official. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? If you don't have anything actual, genuine, honest to say. And and, and what is it with this nodding his fucking head every... That every time he says something, like uh, he's talking about this, you know, um, uh, keeping surfaces clean so that the infection isn't on it, and then he's nodding his fucking head as if he's uh, agreeing with himself. Like, bro, do you actually th- <laughs> uh, do you actually think what you're saying has so much meaning, or are you trying to reassure yourself that you're actually that what you're saying makes any sense whatsoever? I'm 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 in a crossroads here. Just fucking I don't know. Shed some light. Come on, come on. Tell me something. Tell me something real for once. You know, for a change. Tell me something that's actually true. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. I just want to know what the fuck. I just want to know that you actually know what you're talking about, rather than than you know. Yapping like that fucking neighbor's dog. Just, you know, just a little bit quieter. When I know that the government officials are lying to me on BBC, on CNN, on whatever it is, you know, the media outlets that everybody watches, all right? That your grandparents watch, uh, that my grandma would watch if she was alive probably by now, um, that my mom watches, you know, that a lot of people watch. I don't watch that shit because I know how misleading the information that they give is very, very often. And and so it most likely is in case of this fucking pandemic, this so-called COVID-19 pandemic worldwide distraction of economic systems all right and say whatever you want you know i'm full of shit yeah it's actually killing people yeah i'm sure it is actually killing people um i'm just not sure if you understand uh that it could be about something else uh and could actually be a little bit a little bit more villain than what the media are selling to you Right. And if if you don't know what it's all about, then it's very likely about the money. All right. How about what I said on this podcast weeks ago, which is how about 2008? Remember the catastrophic economic crisis um, that left a lot of people homeless, left a lot of people without their jobs destroyed economies, all right? Took fucking years to get back on track. Took years, all right? Uh, Then the bankers were to blame. Somehow nobody went to jail, but hey, hey hey-ho, whatever the fuck. Watch Big Short. That's a a pretty good movie about the whole thing. Uh, The Big Short. 
what was I talking about? So uh, history likes to repeat itself, but it's also good to learn from your old fuck-ups. So right now, now there's nobody to blame. Now there's just the COVID-19, all right? And you can see the economy's collapsing in front of your very eyes. But hey, again, back to Mr. Hancock. And uh, enough with conspiracies. Let's just listen to what Mr. Health Secretary says about um, the whole thing moving forward. So uh, the BBC presenter is asking, so grandparents then inside, they can't see their grandchildren, but they can see their carers, the children. And Matt Hancock responds, uh, well, again, this is all about protecting people. So often uh, we know that uh, it's just a matter of scientific fact that the over 70s are more vulnerable to this disease. And so it is therefore common sense that we should do everything we can to protect those who are more vulnerable. There's then another further group that we talked about on this program the clinically extremely vulnerable, who we say uh, you shouldn't meet anybody. But yes, this is all about applying um, straightforward rules with common sense ever based on the facts about this disease that we do know, like that it spreads less outside, but still does, right? And and then the BBC goes in, no, no, I understand. I understand health secretary. Um, and we've got quite a lot to rattle through. So we get that. But you get the point that I'm making. And the point is that family members you can employ as your cleaning team. And that's okay with the rules. Grandparents can be employed as carers of grandchildren. That's okay with the rules. But you don't have... But you can't have them as your sister or your grandparents come to see you in the house. You can't see why it's confusing. So even the BBC presenter is pointing out that he's wasting everybody's fucking time by saying this nonsense. All right? He's saying like, oh yeah, you know, like that, blah. And she's like, yes, I understand. We got quite a lot to talk about here. So why don't you get to the fucking point of what I'm asking, right? Why don't you get straight to the answer? No, 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 but that's impossible because you're talking to the health secretary. So he obviously cannot give you a straightforward answer because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about because he's Matt Hancock, right? Uh, but then again, hey, I'm no hater. I'm just, I just want to know what the fuck's going on. And I would like for someone competent to appear on the television and represent the government rather than some moron who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about and cannot put up with... Piers Morgan during Great Morning Britain interview on ITV. That's that's literally fucking preposterous, all right? But that's just what I think, hey. And you know what he says? He's like, because uh, she says, well, it's okay with the rules to have, uh, to employ family members as your cleaning team. Uh, grandparents can be employed as carers for grandchildren. That's okay with the rules. But you can't have them as your sister or your grandparents to come 
to see you in the house. Uh, you can see why it's confusing. And the guy says, Matt Hancock says, uh, no, I'd, uh, I'm afraid I disagree with that. Uh, 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 the principles are really clear and the public have been really sensible so far. And this is why an appeal to people's common sense is is very, very uh, sensible in and of itself. That's a fucking quote, all right? That's exactly what the UK Health Secretary has said. He said, no, I'd, I'm afraid I disagree with that. The principles are really clear and the public have been really sensible so far. And this is why an appeal to people's common sense is very, very sensible in and of itself. No offense, bro, but stop taking a fucking piss with everybody who's listening to this interview. Again, who's watching this interview. Again, stop taking a fucking piss. You're the health secretary, for fuck's sake. You're one of the top government officials. You should lead by example, okay? Uh, and it turns out that that's the last of your objectives, all right? Uh, that, that I don't even know if it's on your fucking list. Uh, but, it, but you are no authority to anybody uh, by lying to people on a fucking BBC. It's literally all by not having enough balls to deal with Piers Morgan on ITV. And then, you know, blame him. Or like, or like try and try and put this on him. Try and say like, oh, you know, if this guy had some common sense and if he could uh, have a normal conversation with a human without insulting. Well, this is the fucking problem that you clearly don't understand, right? You talking about being insulted by Piers Morgan is genuinely one of the most insulting things that could could come out of your insulting fucking mouth. All right, because you insult everybody's intelligence on a daily basis, almost consistently. So who the fuck are you to bitch? to the public or to anybody else that Piers Morgan hurt your feelings. You or any one of those fucking hypocrites working for you or for the government who mislead the public on a daily basis without any shame on public television. So, literally, if your intention is to insult everyone, then just shut the fuck up. And unless you have something honest to say, um, something transparent, something that people will actually understand rather than some jargon that, that will confuse everybody. If, you, if what you say is of no substance, then you should not be speaking to the public. And uh, moving forward, uh, because we could talk about this fucking hypocrite and all a bunch of idiots all day long, you know, it's not really going to change much. Let's just focus on, on, on the good sides, on, on the, you know, on, on the, on the, on the uh, is there even a silver lining to this whole fucking thing so far? Because, you know, some people talk about silver linings, you know, like, like, yeah, maybe, you know, it's not going to be all that bad. There's always going to be something good that will come out of it. And I agree. 
I always look at the bright side, right? So far, the bright side is the sooner we reopen and the sooner people will actually come to realize that we might have all been fooled. Um, it might have just been a cover-up. You know, I might be full of shit. All right? A lot of people will probably say that. And you're more than welcome to have this sort of opinion. Um, also, you don't have to listen to this if you really disagree so strong that it offends you or whatever. Uh, I still can say it, you know, because end of the day, that's the fundamental human right to be able to express your opinion, all right, about something. And and, and my opinion about this uh, whole lockdown thing, this whole COVID-19 uh, thing and all that is that it has um, been really poorly managed uh, by the governments, you know, and uh, the whole furlough scheme. Um, what is it like? So how how are you supposed to survive on 80% of your wages if you're my fucker already? Because we're talking up to two and a half thousand pounds a month. All right. So up to two grand you're going to get. Right. If, if you were making two and a half and you're all the way down to two all of a sudden. All right. If you were making... 1500 all right and all of a sudden you're down to 12 well that is a substantial difference all right but then whatever uh so so that goes on for two months or so and then all of a sudden because i think it's going to be all may long you know and and then possibly june uh what do i know anyway um you know they're talking about stages of reopening Right, like, 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 like stages of uh, lockdown lifting, if you will. So at first, you know, obviously those closest to the most essential businesses, but you know, deemed non-essential so far. Then you know, then then something else like probably the cinemas and the barbers will be the last. All right, I need a fucking haircut. All right, I'm not a good barber myself. <laughs> So I'm trying to postpone it to an absolute necessity, but I think that necessity is coming any day now, like I already can't look at myself in a mirror, and it's like, you know, whatever, if that's your thing, then, then, then obviously you won't mind, but my thing is keeping my hair short. All right, I don't like to do too much work with it in the morning, if, and if I don't, it fucking looks horrible if it's too long, so I need a fucking haircut, plain and simple, end of story. Might as well just fucking trim it. <laughs> Bold. Right, like one millimeter. Army style. What do you think? Uh, I actually don't give a fuck about what you think. <laughs> so keep it to yourself or share it with me. Uh, either way, I'm good. So, you know, people say like, oh, it's probably going to be just a few weeks now and everything will get back to normal. No, I don't think it will. I think for many, many months to come, uh, we will have still some ridiculous restrictions in form of face masks, in form of social distancing, so that we get isolated from each other even more. Um, so, you know, probably by the end of 2020, my actual, um, you know, joke that I posted on the internet the other day about um, 2020 uh, written by... Stephen King and directed by Quentin Tarantino. It's not my joke, but it's so fucking true. You'll see. 
it's a fucking crazy year to come and I'm pretty sure it's not gonna end all just like that, you know, just because the lockdown ends doesn't mean that people will all of a sudden get back to normal because I think a lot of people got really freaked out, all right? A lot of people got really fucking violated by this shit, you know, in one way or another. Um, And uh, a lot of people will uh, show you know, straight up PTSD symptoms of uh, of dealing with that shit, you know, for many, many months uh, from now. And, uh, you know, and, and, and like I said, I really doubt, I really, really, really doubt that this is the last lockdown. All right. Uh, since this one worked so effectively, whenever it seems necessary or like, you know, like uh, required... Uh, by those who need to <coughs> trigger another one, it'll just be done. You know, it'll just be fucking done. What do you think? What do you think? How 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 do you, how stupid do you think people are? Do you really think the lockdown was all just about controlling? The, all right. How about the funding? For the hospitals, right? So, so in the states, the hospital gets like eight thousand dollars per uh, admission uh, of a patient in case of whatever um, you know, whatever a situation. But when it's a COVID nineteen, they get thirty nine thousand dollars. So again, eight thousand dollars for a standard admission, thirty nine thousand dollars for a COVID nineteen related admission. All right, that's that's the funding that the hospitals get. It's fucking easy maths, all right? How would you possibly, how could you possibly turn down such a uh, major influx of cash if all you gotta do is put COVID-19 somewhere in the paperwork of a patient and then boom, all of a sudden you get fucking $31,000 more than, uh, than, than you would. In case of a normal admission. Uh, did I say pounds or dollars earlier? I don't know. Again, wake and bake, bro. Wake and bake. That must be the... It must be the fucking weed, bro. Actually, I don't really bake anymore. Uh, at least in the mornings. Uh, because I decided to switch to vaping a while ago. And uh, it's been working wonders. Alright? I don't need to smoke in the morning. All right, I just I just vape. I got a mighty. If you don't know what mighty is, uh, then shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Shame on you if you're a stoner and you don't know what mighty is. But if you're a, just a regular folk, let me explain. Mighty is a vaporizer by a company called Stores and Bickel. All right, from uh, Germany, from Tuttlingen. And these things are fucking bulletproof, all right? This one, this one's pretty new, but a friend of mine, uh, five years ago, bought a Mighty, which still works, all right? It had vaped tons of herbs, and uh, and it's just, it just fucking, you know, it's, it's beyond efficient, all right? This thing, if you want to cut down, if you want to uh, quit, smoking tobacco or whatever you know a lot of people in england still smoke their weed with tobacco in the joint so uh you know and and that was me uh for 10 years you know after 10 years i said you know what fuck it 
you know, I'm, I'm only fucking hurting my lungs on the long term, you know, I'm barbecuing myself uh, from the inside. So, you know what, I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to quit smoking. Uh, I'm just going to start vaping. All right. And so far, this thing has worked fucking miracles. All right. I, I literally was able to cut down my, you know, my spendings, my weed spendings. All right. Um, and uh, and it's it's great. You know, and it does it does what it needs to do and it doesn't hurt my lungs and I only keep it on at about one hundred and eighty to one hundred and ninety degrees, no more than that. And uh and it's fantastic, alright. And it's uh like I said, the first one that I uh had ever seen is now five years old and it's it still works, you know, it probably needs a little bit of maintenance when it comes to like a battery replacement, sure thing. Yeah, because the battery is probably at about thirty percent of original efficiency. But end of the day if you plug it in it's it'll fucking work. So does this one. So far it's been working great. Uh, you gotta maintain it properly obviously. Uh but that's uh to me, you know, that's only fun. Uh people People on the internet say that you're supposed to uh, clean the cooling unit with alcohol. All right, let me just clarify one thing. All right, let me just let me just explain. The cooling unit, which is on top of the mighty, uh, collects oil. All right, collects a little bit of residue as well. If you uh, if if you know if you really don't know how to fucking use this thing, but if you have the dosing capsules, all right, which are like little metal things in which you put the bud, then you put the capsule in the mighty, then all it will collect virtually is oil, and the oil in the cooling unit is priceless. All right, okay, let's let's just re- rephrase. It's extremely precious all right because it contains all of the most precious things that are in the bud in the flower you know in the in the plant all right all of those things that people try and extract in the lab and all of that shit mighty just takes it just takes it's just got it it's just up there in the oil all right and it's such a waste to dissolve that thing in the alcohol and just, you know, throw it down the drain or, or in the fucking bin. It's just ridiculous, all right? What you should do is warm up your mighty, okay? Just, just, just do a little vaping sesh, all right? Just one. Once it's all nicely heated up, then you take the cooling unit off, you disassemble it, and you slowly, with like a wooden stick or like a metal, I prefer metal, because metal doesn't, you know, the, you, can, you can take all of the oil off of it, right? The, it doesn't absorb the oil. So take all of that oil off and put it in a joint. I'll do whatever, I don't know. I just You can smoke at one joint every now and then. It's not going to fucking kill you. <laughs> so... Yeah, and, and you know, the most ridiculous thing you could possibly do is dissolve all that thing in alcohol and just throw it away. Because no matter how much money you have, no matter how much... It's just a, it's just a waste. Do you like throwing food away? Do you like throwing good clothes away? No. No, you don't want to f- throw away uh, plants that are on your windowsill, you know, that are growing, that are, that are in good shape. You know, just as much as that, you should want to get all of the best out of the bud and 
the best way to do that, as far as I can tell, without any hassle, without any extra work, is to disassemble the cooling unit in your Mighty every two, three weeks, depending on how often do you use it, how much you know oil you want. Uh, but I would say do it at least every once a month, all right, uh, because. Uh, because it's otherwise it just clogs up the fucking thing, you know. And then what are you gonna do? Replace it? I heard, I I, I heard, I, I read um, some reviews on Amazon of the cooling units because you can buy like three cooling units. And some fucking moron wrote in the uh, in the reviews wrote like better than better than cleaning it is just to replace it. I'm like you know, and like yeah, sure. Sure, better if you're a lazy fucking cunt, all right? If you don't care about all of the love that someone put into growing that fantastic plant, you know, and uh, just throw the fucking thing away. (laughs) All right, that's, you know, that's your choice, whatever. There's so much of it in the world. It's not like, like it's gonna hurt anybody. No, no, it's just you don't know what you're missing out on. But... Hey, what do I know? You know, I've only been in love with this thing for 11 years now. So I honestly cannot tell you anything (laughs) other than it's good for you. All right. Maybe smoking is not all that great for you. Uh, I don't know about smoking cannabis. As far as I can tell, smoking cannabis does not do any harm. All right. But uh, smoking tobacco is definitely not so good. You know, but end of the day, um, what the fuck? End of the day, if you get a mighty, if you get a vaporizer, it doesn't have to be mighty. Mighty, you know, costs a little bit of money. You can get a, you can get a fucking Phoenix Mini. All right, that that thing's like seventy pounds, and now they sell it under like five different brands. Probably, you know, someone hooked up with the manufacturer straight up, and was like, "All right, how much you pay for the, how much they pay you for the unit?" And there was like. Like, I don't know, like 30 bucks a pop, you know, so they were like, okay, well, can we have some at 32 a pop, you know, we'll, we just want a certain amount, and then, and the, you know, the the manufacturer was like, well, why don't you, why don't you just uh, buy a little bit more, and we'll give it to you at 28, and all of a sudden you get a fucking boom, you know, they're all over the place, like five different brands, so the point is, you don't have to spend two or three hundred pounds on a vaporizer, to uh, get the experience if you want well sadly quality over quantity that applies to these things you know even though there are plenty of them out there in the world because it's one of the most popular uh, top show vapes uh, there are a lot of uh, like I said there are a lot of cheap substitutes you know that, that you can you can use for a while you know Till you're like, shit, I want to upgrade. If you have a little bit of consciousness, then, then, then you will likely realize that the, the more you spend, the better. And that applies still about 200 pounds or so, 250 pounds. And then higher from that, I, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I vaped out of a 400 pound vaporizer once or twice. Uh, I gotta say, it's the same fucking thing as this one. So... 
don't go crazy unless you're uh, unless you're some fucking design freak or whatever, you know? Because you can get those things that are made like aluminum. There, you can get those things that are really like fancy looking. They don't look like a vaporizer at all. They look like a little fucking I don't know Wi-Fi receiver, like a memory stick, whatever. Uh, Wi-Fi receiver. What is what is a Wi-Fi receiver, Mike? I don't have a fucking clue. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like it looks like like nothing that you know, right? So. Uh, but you can get all sorts. And I'm not saying that any one of them is bad. I'm just saying, from my own experience, I cannot vouch for any vaporizer other than Mighty by Stores and Bico, all right? This fucking thing has never, ever let me down. And, uh, and I've used the old one for a long, long time with friends, you know? And, uh, and, and it, like I said, it never fucked up. It never failed. It once got overheated because we were fucking vaping it for like an hour consistently, you know, in a fucking session. All right, let's stuff up another, let's stuff up another, let's stuff up. And eventually I was like, yo, yo, I need a fucking break, guys. Just what the fuck is wrong with you? But other than that, yeah, like I said, these things are bulletproof, all right? This one, I've been using it for for, for a few weeks. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, It's fucking bulletproof, all right? I don't go crazy on it, like I said, I don't, you know, the whole point was to cut down on spendings and cut down on smoking and cut down on tobacco intake, and I have successfully cut down on all three of those, you know, I still have a joint, one or two a day, but that's one or two a day, that's not fucking eight, that's not ten a day, that's not whatever, it's a giant, giant cut down, and uh, it's a... Uh, great investment which I recommend to anyone who likes weed alright, not only are you going to feel a lot healthier, you're going to have pretty much virtually zero cough once you get accustomed to this thing because let me tell you, once you first get a hold of it, it's very unlikely that you're just going to be able to, to figure it out straight away how big a hit you need to take, no 99% of people will cough their fucking lungs out Alright, for the first day or two, alright, till they figure out. Um, okay, okay, now I got it, I think I got it. It's gonna be like, it's gonna take like like two seconds and it's gonna be at a certain pool and then I take the right hit that doesn't rip my fucking lungs apart and that's fucking great, alright. Um, and then you can figure, you really can figure it out, you just gotta give it time, just like with anything else, you know with everything else, uh, everything is like that, you know, you gotta, you gotta give it time, and you're gonna get better at it, and when you're gonna, you know, when you start, it's most likely you're gonna suck at it, alright, so, you gotta fucking, you gotta, you gotta give yourself, cut yourself some slack, don't do that too much though, cause you still gotta get the discipline, you gotta get enough discipline to, to get better at it, despite, the lack of motivation, which is most likely going to occur, you know, um, most likely you're not going to be too motivated every day to, you know, to, to, to keep repeating the same thing so you can get better at it. You're only going to be motivated to do that when you see straight up results. 
but that's not always the case. So what do you do when you don't see the straight up results? What do you, what do, you do when you don't see, when you don't get pumped up after the fucking exercise or whatever it is that you're doing, whatever the new routine that you've decided to have uh, in order to get better at something, right? Uh, if you don't see immediate results and you start losing motivation and you're like, and you start questioning yourself and your decision, do that in the first place. Uh, what do you do and then? You need to get your fucking discipline in check and you need that to take over and you need that to you need that to do the work. You need that to take the lead and you need to trust your discipline. Because whenever your motivation lets you down, there is always the discipline for you. And that's not my thinking. That's somebody else's uh, advice that I took uh, a while ago. And so far, it has been working really well. And most of all, you know, it's a discipline in life, right? It's, it's about fucking everything, right? It's, about, it's not about just how much you smoke. Let's not be fucking ridiculous. It's about work, most of all. It's about most of all balance in life, all right? You need to have discipline if you want your life to be in balance, all right? If you want to have your life in check, then discipline is the leading force for which so far I have not heard of any substitute. And uh, like I said, why, why try and change something that works? One thing that I know that works for sure every fucking time is discipline, all right? Motivation doesn't always work. And that's so fucking true. Thank you, Jocko Willink. Thank you very much for this lesson because end of the day, you know, I, I don't know where the fuck I'd be now if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for, for one guy talking on his podcast about me getting my fucking shit together. All right, because I took it personally. All right, you're not supposed to maybe take these things personally, but sometimes when you have no one to listen to, why don't you find yourself outside of your inner circle? Why don't you find yourself someone out there it, that you know? It can be in a virtual, can be can be whatever the fuck you know. It can be anywhere out in the world. Try and listen. Try and open up your heart. Open up your fucking mind. Open up your brain. That's something I always talk about. Just allow other people's thoughts to enter your brain and process those thoughts, all right? And I'm not talking about some indoctrination shit. No, no, no. I'm talking about listen to the people you look up to and really listen to them and take that shit personally because they might turn out to just be right. And this guy has been, so far, every single fucking time I listen to him. So, again, thanks, Jocko. And uh, I look forward to whatever else you got going on and coming up. Um, because <laughs> it's all awesome. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. That's the key, you know. The discipline equals freedom. Alright? That's all you need to know. As soon as you realize that. You will actually realize that you have so much more time on your hands uh, than when you were just sitting on your fucking ass procrastinating and bitching, alright? Um, I hate being fucked over, alright? I hate being missed out on and all that shit. Um, but end of the day, um, what I hate the most is being useless, alright? 
that's why that I don't allow myself to ever be completely useless. I don't ever allow myself to be fucking miserable, all right? And when, as soon as I start reaching mediocrity in whatever it is that I'm doing, I try and find something that, that, will, that will help me get my shit back together, all right? So that I can get out of it because I can do better than that. I always tell myself I can do better than that and I will do better than that. Because mediocrity and me, we don't get along, alright? I don't fucking give a shit about mediocrity. If that's your thing, then do whatever makes you happy. All I can tell you is... I put a capsule in this thing. I close it. And I do this. And it's on. And as soon as it hits 180, which isn't about... 70 seconds, I don't even know, it's really quick. Um, as soon as it hits 180, I'm ready to go. And I don't need much to to get me going, so uh, I will only need to take a few hits and I'm, and I'm good. You know, I'm good to go. 151, 2, 3, 4, 5. All right. Um, it, like I said, it's really quick. It's really quick. It's only been a minute or so. Um, yeah, so anyways, we're uh, slowly gonna see, hold on, alright, when it's ready, it does this, and then, the first hit, you gotta give it a minute, but, as soon as you take the second hit, you can tell straight away. That's pure fucking DH straight, DH straight, THC straight in your lungs, bro. And it's pure vapor as well. It's not some fucking smoke or nothing like that. Like I said, I love a good joint. It's still my favorite way to smoke, but this thing, oh my God, I'm so in love with this thing. And like I said, it's efficient. You don't put more than 0.2 in this thing. You don't need to put more than 0.2 in this capsule. 0.15, whatever. Just tight, but not too tight. And uh, I suggest putting some... You, you, you get these tiny little leaves in the buds, right? Sometimes. So if you get those, uh, put them on top of the capsule before you close it. Rather than just ground up bud. Because, end of the day, those leaves or those bits will cover the holes so that the the ground up bits don't fly up to the mighty to the cooling unit but hey that's just a little tip anyways we're at the 54 almost 55th minute of this thing it's taken me a while to record uh, been having some issues uh lately <laughs> but end of the day, none of those were COVID-19 symptoms or coronavirus symptoms. So good for me. And uh, lift the fucking lockdown finally. How about that? I need to get back to work. I want to get back to work. It's not even that I need to. I want to. What day is it today? I don't even fucking know what day it is. Um, it's hard to tell. Right? What is this fucking cat doing in my fucking garden again? Hey, motherfucker, get the fuck out of the garden. Fucking cat. Fucking cat trying to catch my squirrels, man. It fucking drives me crazy. These fucking scavengers, alright?
Yesterday, the same thing. Yesterday morning, all right. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm. I go out to the garden. There was a fucking. There, there was, you know, just rubbish everywhere because the fucking cat walked out to the bin bag and just ripped it apart, looking for for food. Fucking scavenger, motherfucker. Why don't you fucking? I don't know. Don't they fucking feed you at home, you little cunt? Do you really? Do you really have to fucking hunt my squirrels? Motherfucker, what 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 the fuck did they do to you, huh? You fucking fucking stupid. Two of them, right? There are two of them here in the neighborhood, all right? I hate them both. One always fucking sneaks up outside my fucking door, right? Just sits there, right? Brought me a dead bird the other day. I think I talked about it. Yeah, I have. The other one, all right? The other one rips the fucking bin bags apart. All right, it's always looking for food. It's someone's cat. It's not a fucking homeless neighborhood cat. No, it's someone's neighborhood fucking cat. That's what I have a problem with. They should feed that cunt at home. It shouldn't be scavenging in my fucking garden looking for food in my bin bags. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a fucking pest. It's not a cat. It's a fucking parasite. All right, all it does is scavenges and leaves the fucking rubbish everywhere. Motherfuckers. And the, and the hunting, what's up with all the hunting? Aren't you like house cats? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to hunt like a fucking laser on the floor or whatever, right? Uh, laser light, I, I used to do that when I was a kid. Had a laser light, like you know, like, like the, the ones that you use for like a uh, fucking board in school and shit, right? Uh, like a pointer, right? And I and and the cat would chase it so fucking. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's what the cat house cat's supposed to be chasing, not squirrels, not those beautiful innocent little rodents. <laughs> They're not. They have nothing to do with cats. All right. They live in the trees. They jump. They're beautiful. They eat peanuts. Rat is a fucking rat. Don't confuse two things, all right? I heard about Bill Bear killing squirrels. Come on, bro. What the fuck, man? Well, my my mighty's turned off. It's got a, it's got a, it's it's mighty is a very idiot-proof thing, by the way. Um, a, it's not gonna burn your house, all right? Once you stop vaping, when you stop using it, or when you're like, oh, when it's been on for too long, it will turn itself off. So, um, don't worry, it will not burn your house or a hole in your pocket, unless I don't know. I actually don't know. Maybe it would in a tracksuit. I don't have a clue. But all I know is, and you know, it hasn't hurt me ever. And actually, the more you use it, the more you realize that smoking is, sure, it's pleasant, but it's pointless because this fucking thing. You don't need to smoke. You don't need to poison yourself. This is medicinal, all right? This is medicinal. Let's just make it clear, all right? Yeah, sure, you can use it for recreational purposes. <laughs> Extremely effectively. However, for medicinal purposes, there is no better thing than a vaporizer, than a really effective vaporizer. And the best one that I have ever come across and the best one that I that I think I'm gonna stick to for now and for a, for a long long time is the mighty 
by Stars and Beko. And this is, like I said, this is not a fucking sponsored podcast. Obviously, nobody would sponsor that. Definitely not Stars and Beko. You know, listen to the shit that I talk about. Nobody's gonna fucking sponsor. And and it's not that I, you know, not that I am not aiming high. I have high expectations and I and I have big dreams, all right? <laughs> what I'm saying is, and I have big plans when it comes to this thing. What I'm saying is right now, I doubt that, that you know, that people want to be associated with this fucking shit. So before I have my game, <laughs> whatever, um, like I said, Stores and Bickle did not approach me about this. No, it's just my honest opinion. Just like, you know, uh, you have a favorite car, you have a favorite fucking phone brand, you have a favorite, I don't know, whatever. Just like that. You can have a favorite vaporizer, and my favorite vaporizer is the Mighty. It's fucking, it's mighty, it's powerful. Oh, but we're, I've been talking here, all this shit for an hour now, and my phone's just showed 1%, so let's just plug this bitch in. Believe it or not, I'm still so fucking broke that I record my podcast on a phone. And you know what? I'll tell you something else. You know, I'll be recording this thing on a on the phone, no matter what, no matter how much money I make, uh, because it's just, you know, that's all I need, it's legit, it works, end of story, all right, the less is more, the less is more applies to so many things, including talking, that sometimes I wonder, like, how much am I contradicting my own self by recording my podcast if I am a big believer of the less is more let's talk about allergies for a second because uh, lately I've been again dealing with the same shit as I have been with dealing with every fucking year um, for as long as I can remember that being pollen all right Pollen, which is which is these little <coughs> these little things <coughs> that flowers produce or whatever <coughs> I don't know how it fucking works. It flies, uh, yeah, that that's literally it. Flowers produce it to 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 to, to like release it to to reproduce or whatever. I, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. I'm not a fucking biologist. Again, I don't know anything about anything other than what I know about. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, um, so I, 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 all I know is that I uh, have allergy, that I'm allergic to pollen and dust and a few other fucking things, all right? So I keep taking these fucking hay fever pills, all right? Hay fever, all of that nonsense, all right? I, I keep taking those fucking hay fever pills. Sometimes they work. Most time they work. Sometimes they don't. Like this morning they haven't been working shit. I've been fucking blowing my nose for the past... Hell, what time did I get up? 5.50. So five hours. Five hours. Anyways, I think uh, on that note... Uh, what was I going to talk about in regards to the allergies? I don't have a fucking clue. Hold on a second. All right, yeah. Um, other than that, I have nothing more to say. So uh, have a fucking lovely day. Uh, think about what I said about uh, our health secretary. 
you know, Mr. Hancock and all of his nonsense that he sells on the media, you know, and uh, in the media. And, and, and my biggest fucking problem, like I said, is that I really don't understand why BBC are complying so much with all that bullshit. It's not, it's not legit. It's not verified by any fucking reasonable measures, by any scientific measures, all right? None of that bullshit that the government is selling is verified, all right? They plan on cutting the furlough by another 20% uh, from, from what you initially have been earning um, recently, whatever. Uh, so, you know, so, so now it's going to be 60%. Uh, at least that's what, they're, what they said, you know. Matt Hancock obviously didn't know anything about that. He's like, oh, you know, shouldn't be substantial difference, blah, 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 blah whatever. Uh, what I can tell you is, it's probably going to be a difference, uh, whether it's going to be 60, 70, fucking keep it at 80, people are still losing money. If you think that by getting people accustomed to a 20% cut in income um, is going to work in a long scale, then, then you need to think again, because... On the long term, it might have severe financial consequences because end of the day, a lot of people live paycheck to fucking paycheck, all right? That's the reality. That's sadly the reality of uh, so many people, you know, paycheck to paycheck. You don't save up much. If you save up, then that's for some holiday or whatever. You don't, you don't, you don't save up hundreds of thousands of pounds or whatever that's going to get you going for, you know, in case of a lockdown that you're like, you know what, I don't fucking give a shit, fine, whatever, lock it down. I'm just going to fucking lay down on my bed. I'm going to vape my weed because I got so much dough in my bank account that I don't fucking give a shit. I can just, you know, I can, I can survive a year or two. You know, if I'm reasonable, I can wait it out. I can, I can survive a, a reasonable amount of time till things settle you know, or I, or I have enough money to, to invest. That's always my favorite idea. Don't, don't, don't just fucking spend your savings. If you have savings in the first place, then try and maybe utilize those savings rather than just fucking blow them away on some, uh, some bullshit, you know, or on, or on living, you know, living, obviously, living life costs money, but then in of the day, certain lifestyles also cost money, etc. And uh, and sometimes it's better to to try and uh, focus on 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 the business, you know. And if the government will allow you, as soon as they lift the lockdown, maybe you should start hustling and try and figure out how you're gonna how you're gonna be prepared for the next lockdown, which, like I said, you know, a long time ago, uh, I really think will happen. But, again, whatever, living paycheck to paycheck is horrible um, when it comes to situations like this, when you are fully reliant, fully dependent on, on you know, on something. Um, and so try and figure it out for yourself so that you don't rely on others too much, I guess. And you know what? Desperate times call for desperate measures. You know, some uh, some things that you might have considered, I don't know, <coughs> uncomfortable to do, <coughs> embarrassing in a way. 
maybe it's time to actually take those measures too. Like, okay, well, hey, maybe, maybe I, I thought back in the day, you know, when, when things were going all right, maybe I thought that maybe I should approach this person differently, but I never did it for the sake of just, and I went, I'm not going to fucking approach them first because I'm going to show my pride or whatever. Maybe it's time now to rethink your approach and uh, get out of this a better person. I think, you know, that's, that, that would be such a great outcome. And it's possible to, to, you know, to become more sympathetic to others, to become more helpful to others, to become less self-focused. And, uh, you know, and uh, if you have your head up your own ass, then maybe time to stick it out, look around and come to some conclusions. Because <laughs> some people are just on a self-destructing path. You know, and 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 a. Uh, I don't know. It's sometimes so easy to fix it. You know, I was for a long time. And uh, you know, it's it's easy. It's easy to get there, and uh, nobody talks about that. Um, it's so much easier to get off uh, the wrong path and get on the right one than you think. That you really should give it a try. And if you're if it's not gonna work, then what the fuck you have to lose, huh? You're not fucking losing anything anyway. You're 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 in a shit situation already. So it's like started from the bottom. What are you fucking gonna do? You know. You know things things can get worse, which you already know what bad means clearly. Or if you don't, then open up your eyes and realize it. That's what bad means. The situation you're in is fucking bad. All right. You need to do something about it. You need to get out of it. You know, you're going to be all right, right? You need to get your fucking shit together. You need to figure something out. And uh, if you put in enough effort and time, then you will get there. But if you don't do anything, if you just sit around, um, and if you overthink it too much, you know, what you could be doing, what you could be, oh, I would want to be doing this, but I don't really know how to start. Well, nobody fucking really knows how to start. People just start. Trust me, people just start. Unless they get some guidance by someone else, like we're talking about someone, I don't know, who will get their career from, from like, since they were a kid. Well, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about everyone who just tries from the beginning uh, not having any fucking idea, like, okay, I want to be a, I don't know, I, I, I want to be like a, like a, like a import-export guy, how do you start? I start by importing, exporting small stuff, I don't know, like, I, 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 I call people, I don't know, I find connections, whatever, I'm not trying to start import-export business, so I don't know how to do it, but people who try and start it, I'm pretty sure that they don't have a fucking clue either, they just, like, they, they learn as they go, so it's like, Every single day you learn how you how to how to fucking do it and then you just fucking do it. So okay, so I do my research, I find out how am I gonna do it, what is then separating me from doing it? The discipline and nothing else. Uh the willingness to actually put the thoughts into action, you know, and that's it. Come up with a plan and fucking execute and uh, and whatever happens happens, but if you don't try, 
you will never ever find out and you will never ever ever succeed so you will only have a shot you will only have a fucking chance however minor or major it is you will only have that shot if you fucking try and that's why i am a big proponent of trying no matter how fucking ridiculous my ideas might sound to most people at the time i will still take my chances and i will try because i do see something in there i do see some potential whatever and i am gonna try and if it's gonna work then it's gonna pay out and if it's not gonna work then i'm gonna learn and that's literally it you know you can beat yourself up you can do whatever uh i say it didn't work out then then you have an opportunity to to improve so that the next time when you try it's going to work or at least this particular thing you're not going to fail at is that a progress it is progress is this progress going to get you to get the result that you're aiming to achieve well that's a that's the, that's another story but it's possible however had you not improved it is very unlikely that eventually you are going to achieve because that means that the overall standards would have to lower for you to achieve with what you previously failed with so don't count on that okay instead i would say try and get better at something all right and you will only get better if you like i said if you try in the first place and well to try in the first place you need to prepare uh, that you will be fucking miserable at it when you start but the more work you put in the more effort you put in the more heart you put into it the more likely is your chance of making it so yeah fucking just do it and on that note, I think <coughs> I should end this episode. So we talked about the health secretary. We talked about the mighty vaporizer. We talked about uh, cats and squirrels again. And, 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 uh, and about staying in shape, I think, is, is what we haven't talked about. Uh, slowly the lockdown is taking its toll on me but but <laughs> wait a minute bro if you think that i am gonna give in to this shit <laughs> then you need to think again because this is easy fucking peasy all right it's just annoying all right the most annoying thing are the queues all right outside the supermarket right this is just fucking ridiculous right the social distancing and all that and so many people being so fucking dumb all right just follow it blindly just because it comes from the television all right that's it that's the fucking logic that you apply oh oh wait a minute because you know I saw it on TV, right, and then and then then I saw it on the internet when I was checking my fucking email, and my hotmail, um, and um, and then you know I heard Chloe and Stacy talking about it at work, 
and uh, so you know I think uh, uh, oh my god oh my god it's really happening alright there is no toilet paper alright like, where's the toilet tissue where's the toilet tissue I like toilet paper whatever where the fuck are all the wet wipes that's what I what I'm asking because I can see the toilet paper I can't see no fucking wet wipes I had to go to like three different shops lately and only one of them had wet wipes alright yeah, I like to wipe my ass with a fucking wet wipe. The one with a little puppy on the on the on the back. Right? Or the aloe vera ones. <laughs> the coconut ones are a little bit bizarre, alright? It's a little bit crazy, alright, the smell of coconut. Right. But it's still it's still really nice. But um But the fucking good old dry toilet paper, fuck that shit, man. You're a fucking twenty twenty bitch. That shit dissolves in water, those wet wipes, you know? It's not like... It's not a fucking baby wipes, some fucking... <laughs> some some fucking shit that's half-inch thick, like a fucking sweater, all right? <laughs> it's nothing like that. I don't know, I don't even... I never had a baby. Um, so I don't know how, how thick those baby wipes are and if you can flash them. But, uh, you know, the guy at the 7-Eleven around the corner said that I can, but... I was looking at it and I was like, doesn't say anywhere in the pack that it's flashable. What if I fucking clog up the pipe? <laughs> you know, the fucking toilet pipe. That's, that's a horrendous, horrendous thing to happen, all right? So I don't want that to happen. I want to I wanna, I wanna have the pipes flush, all right? <laughs> you, you want the pipes drained, all right? So, uh, so buy the ones with the puppy on them, all right? Andrex one or whatever. You know, they're, they're, they're this shit. <laughs> Literally. Um, and uh, figuratively. <laughs> and uh, on that note, because, um, yeah, we talked about a lot of, a lot of stuff today. Um, neighbor's fucking dog. All right. Matt Hancock. Uh, discipline. Which is the absolute opposite to Matt Hancock because the only thing that this guy's disciplined in is, is bullshit. But even his bullshit has no discipline. It's so inconsistent. <laughs> Bro, you're so fucking full of shit that you should just quit. If you have any fucking conscience whatsoever, then you should realize, if you, if you actually are a human, all right, and not some early uh, prototype of an AI human look-alike uh, that isn't functioning properly as you can clearly tell on the me in the you know on the television um why don't you just fucking quit because seriously if you like i said if you have conscience it should tell you that what you're doing is wrong it's not that it's not right it's plain wrong what you're doing misleading the public just trying to always make everybody around you sound like a fucking idiot just for the sake of you being right. End of the day, it backfired so many fucking times that not to learn from that and to keep doing it, you actually have to be an idiot. And frankly, I don't think that you are such an idiot. I just think that you want to keep your job so much and not fail in this time of crisis that you will literally say, 
whatever the fuck you're being told to say at whatever the cost being, you know, however ridiculous what you say sounds, you will still try and defend it because that's what your daddy told you to say. All right, it's plain and simple. It's plain and simple. It's so fucking obvious. Like your inability to mask that you have no idea what you're talking about is just as pathetic as your inability to defend your points in a conversation with Piers Morgan where every single answer to every single question he asked was misleading and imprecise. You literally did not answer any of his questions straight away. And then, <laughs> then you dare to not come back on to Good Morning Britain and uh, try and discredit them, try and discredit Piers Morgan, try and, you know, obviously make him look like an asshole. Again, what, what does that tell you? What does that tell you, people? All this guy is doing is trying to escape from the responsibility of admitting that he was in the wrong and that Piers Morgan sadly has totally murdered in that conversation. <laughs> sadly, Mr. Hancock showed nothing but lack of competence and lack of knowledge on the subject and most of all, lack of transparency in his answers in the whole interview, like literally he just clouded it up as much as possible so that by the end of it people were even more confused. The only thing that made sense was the fact that this guy doesn't make sense at all. So, so yeah, that pissed me off a little bit because again, like I said, you know, health secretary, you know, I pay taxes in this country, I've been a taxpayer in this country, I've been a, I've been a resident of this country for nine years. Right. And uh, and it's just it just saddens me that people like that are in power and people like that such dishonest dishonest people and incompetent people are running it. And I'm like, you know what? I'll let you be. But you treat people right. How about you fucking pay people? How about when Pierce Morgan asked you if you would be willing to take the pay cut of 20% uh, in order to lead an example um, for your colleagues in the government, um, you know, to, in order to show solidarity with people, with the public, right? Because that's what uh, politicians in other governments did. They straight away said, look, we're furloughing our people, right? But you'll all get 20% cut and so will we in order to show our unity with the nation because the nation feeds us for fuck's sake alright so it's only fair that as a show of solid solidarity that we do what we do to the public alright so Piers Morgan asked Mr. Hancock hey would you be willing to do that? Would you be willing to take the 20% cut? And Mr. Hancock literally started... Uh, 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 uh. And, and then he started explaining how much he contributes. And he's like, well, I, 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 I was actually... Uh, uh, you can listen to it on, on, on... It's on YouTube. It's absolutely fucking preposterous, 
right? Mr. Hancock's response is absolutely fucking ridiculous. As it turns out, the furlough scheme does not cover uh, people working for local authorities. Uh, so if you've been working uh, for a local authority, whatever that, however you want to interpret that, uh, because there are different ways to interpret it. Let's not get too deep into it. All I can tell you is, if you've been working for a local authority and then all of a sudden there is no work for you due to the lockdown whatever uh, desperate times desperate measures yes your colleagues and you know who, who are on, in permanent placements they will have work to do because the local authorities are not supposed to close during the pandemic they're supposed to be helping the public which is fair enough and so that I which is what I did, you know, I offered myself, hey, you know what, how about you put me on a retainer, uh, because you might need me, all right, um, when the time comes, all right, not necessarily for the accounting, which is what I've been doing for you, uh, no, you know, just put me on a, on, a, on a payroll, and I'll be there when you need me to do whatever it is that you need me to do, um, as it turned out, I wasn't needed at the time, um, and for those people who are not needed, for those people, the furlough scheme does not apply because they work for the local authority and local authority is supposed to be funding, funding the furlough out of their own pocket. They already get the public funds, so what the fuck, right? That's what the government said. And local authority where I live refused to furlough their contractors. What does that tell you? Not only did those people not take the 20% cut in order to show their solidarity, their unity with the rest of people. No, no, not only that, they kept their salaries. Uh, they've done some stuff, cuts, etc. And uh, those people who were left out, those people were literally left out as in go and claim universal credit and go fuck yourself is what they will tell you. Uh, just in the most politically correct way possible, but end of the day, the message is exactly that. Go fuck yourself. Uh, you thought that you've been working for us, uh, that, that you got some security, but it turns out that you don't. Uh, you're the first to go, so go fuck yourself. Go claim the universal credit. You're going to get 30% of what you used to earn or less. In my case, a lot less. Um, and good for you. And fucking good luck out there. You know, go fuck yourself. So, so yeah, that's the attitude. Uh, I'm going to close this episode on that note. Um, that is, I am definitely not waving a white flag. I am definitely not giving up on this shit. I am definitely not going to give in to this ridiculous fucking nonsense all right so you all take care of yourselves out there keep your eyes open um try and get your information from somewhere else uh other than the mainstream media because end of the day a lot of that mainstream media information is compromised um whether or not you agree with that that is a fucking scientific fact proven hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of times uh, over the course of history uh, those media outlets don't always don't always 
give out the most genuine information. So, like I said, try and get it elsewhere. Um, till then, take care of yourselves and uh, yeah.